Today on the news and why it matters. Oh, the impeachment plot thickens because now we have the full whistleblower complaint. We will get into it, tell you all of the facts that you're not going to hear on CNN. It starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stu Bergier, mm-hmm. Mr. Stu Bergier himself. Thank you. Stuber. Stuber. Graham Allen, host hey. of the Dear America podcast. Thank you for being here. And on his maiden voyage on the show, yes. also from the Dear America yes. podcast, Jake Stone. Producer is in the house. Jake is here in the house. No pressure. We just expect like a, a Pitch perfect performance. Got it. He's leading the show. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I told him. Here, switch switch places with me. Uh, Got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Um, If you are looking to refinance your house, you know, you're wanting to buy a home, you need a, a home loan, whatever the case may be, American Financing is your source for that. Uh, they use salary-based people, not commission-based people, which means that they're, they're not in it for the kickback that they might get from a certain you know, bank or a certain plan that they want to put you in. These people at American Financing really want to just do what's best for you and your situation and your family. Uh, in fact, Stu had an experience with them where they, you found a crazy loan that you wanted to do, and they said, I, we, we really don't think you should do that. It's not really what we do here. Uh, <laughs> but it's interesting because, I mean, we've been having these low interest rates for so long now that I think people are just starting to get used to it. Mm-hmm. This is not the normal state of the world. So no. if you can refinance, now is a great time to do it with American Financing. You can go to uh, American financing.net or you can call 800-906-2440 that is americanfinancing.net so the uh, the whistleblower complaint mm. has been released we've got it we've all got it on the table there's way too many pages of it I've decided to just pull a Pelosi and not read any and of this. Just not read we're it. just going to go. Yeah. Just I mean, not read it. We're just going to go. With it. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, if the lawmakers can do it, that's so what, can that's, we. That's yeah. what I gathered from that. Uh, I'll, I'll just read it later. Let's talk about it now. I'll right, it right. Um, Stu, if you would, can you just walk us through kind of the summary of this? And then I do want to get into how it's being portrayed in the media because I do think that's an important Point. Yeah, these stupid things keep breaking in the middle of our radio show, so we have to actually read them. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but it, you know, it's, I know, it's a terrible, it's a terrible outcome. I mean, I'll give you the case. Basically, yeah. the, the whistleblower is trying to make. Basically, they're saying Giuliani goes and meets with uh, a bunch of people in Ukraine from, let's say, December of 2018 through about March of 2019. Has several meetings with them. Um, And the implication from the uh, accusation is basically that he's trying to get him to leak some dirt about Biden and and get this stuff out there. Um, After that, those series of meetings, um, several news stories come out in The Hill, um, which through John Solomon and others um, that outline serious accusations from officials in Ukraine Mm -hmm. uh, against people like Biden and other Democrats. Um, This is obviously, if true, would be you know, it's something to consider here, and you'd wanted to know what what what, right. what went down. Um, after this, um, there's like you know, there's a bunch of accusations in here about how uh, the, the election was going on in Ukraine, and there was a back and forth as to whether Trump is going to actually talk to uh, the president of Ukraine, meet with him. The, of course, the president of Ukraine wants this to happen. Um, you know, there's money that's being potentially withheld. But I mean, the one important thing that you can pull from this is. 
it really isn't a firsthand account, and, and that's admitted on page one. Like, right. we, I, I don't really know any of this stuff. This is just stuff I've heard. In fact, like, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's an example of it. Um, uh, according to these officials, it was made clear to them that the president did not want to meet with, with the Ukrainian president um, until he saw how he chose to act in office. And he wanted to know whether he was going, willing to play ball on the issues that had been publicly aired by Giuliani. In the middle of this paragraph, however, it says this. I do not know how this guidance was communicated or by whom. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't know anything then. Yeah. Uh, this is, it's, rumor has it. Yeah, rumor has it. Yeah. It really is that bad. And it's not the typical way, you know, you would file a whistleblower account. I mean, a whistleblower account is supposed to be like, I was going through the computer files and I noticed this shady behavior. Or right, right. I overheard this conversation uh, in this abuse. This is like... If you click this YouTube link, there's a video. Yeah. <laughs> and and that this, is, yeah. it's populated wildly with things like tweets, public tweets and... And news reports, about 70% of it is just news reports and building this sort of timeline out so they can try to structure this argument into something that's believable. Look, I mean, I think it's always smart to wait and find out what actually comes out. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, if the president did do things that are illegal, I want to know about them. I don't care what side he's on. I mean, that's, I think all Americans are like that. But this here, what we have so far is so far away from something that's impeachable in my mind that it, it just, again, brings me back to the same point. I don't understand why the Democrats are acting so much differently with this than they did with Mueller. Mueller, you had a two-year investigation where the entire two years, Nancy Pelosi is saying, no, impeachment's not the right thing to do. It's not the right, right thing to do. It's not the right thing to do. This, before we even get the transcript, she's all over starting an inquiry. It is such a wild swing there's multiple theories as to why that is, but really, I think that's the key piece of knowledge we need right now. Yeah. yeah. What are What are your thoughts on that, Graham? I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think that it's going to end up. I mean, obviously, I'm the same with you. If the president did do something he's not supposed to do, then yeah, it doesn't matter what side he's on, right? As much as I like the guy, as much as you may not like the guy, if he did something wrong, we should get to the bottom of it. I think this is just another borderline desperate attempt at this point. And I think what it's going to do is that if they get anything other than an impeachment, they're in some really serious trouble in 2020. Because at this point, the American people, even the Democrats in America have to be going, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how much longer are we going to do it? It's going to be Obama in 2012. We tried so hard to get rid of Obamacare and all this other stuff that when it actually came time to the election, we didn't have anything to really run against. And it was over before it even started. Kind of thing. I think I think that anything other than an impeachment leads to that very kind of outcome in 2020. Yeah. Jake, what do you what do you think? I mean, I know this is obviously pure speculation because nobody can get into Nancy Pelosi's head. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much there is even going on up there. Yeah. I don't know, but... You go through a lot of layers of both. <laughs> you do, you do. Uh, I... I I, I, watch, I was watching her yesterday. I was just like, God, she just looks constantly surprised. Mm-hmm. She is so surprised every moment of yeah. her life because she's gotten the, the facelift with the mm-hmm. eyebrows are just like this. Mm-hmm. Kind of feel bad for the woman. But, <laughs> you know, Stu brought up the point. She held off on this for so long. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, with the least amount of evidence possible, she flips a switch. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think the party's in trouble. I think they realize they probably aren't going to win 2020. So she also has pressure from people like AOC, you know, some of the freshman uh, leadership in the party. Um, But, yeah, it's a last-ditch effort, I feel like, to last second tarnish his reputation in some way. Um, 
because they know, I think they know deep down they don't have somebody who can beat Trump. Like, yeah. maybe Warren, but... I don't think I don't they think even really think they can get an impeachment. I think that they're so desperate that they're hoping for the, I don't know, the, the, public, the public opinion mm-hmm. right. kind of thing at this mm-hmm. point. I don't think Pelosi wanted to do this. I think she... The pressure from people like AOC and the squad. You Squad's know. a lot po- more powerful than a lot of people give yeah. them credit for. Yeah, well, uh, they influence uh, all of the uh, the social media keyboard warriors mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are probably tweeting not so nice things mm-hmm. to Nancy Pelosi. And they've got Alyssa Milano calling, mm-hmm. yeah. which is the same thing as the president calling you, pretty much. Very true. Yeah. And whatever Alyssa Milano <laughs> wants to be you fair, to do, I would want Alyssa Milano to get off the phone with me as quickly well, as possible. Her and her, like, okay, I'll do whatever her you want. And her two <laughs> sisters will put a witch spell on you from Charmed and all that. Sure. So you don't mess around with Alyssa Milano. Uh, I want to kind of, still on the whistleblower topic, but let's kind of go over how it's being portrayed by our lawmakers, how it's being portrayed by the media. Um, Let's go ahead and listen to Adam Schiff, who was... um, Do we have to? I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. uh, Who was basically giving his account during a congressional hearing, so this is a formal thing, giving his account of what actually happened during Trump's Ukraine call. Watch. Shorn of its rambling character and in not so many words, this is the essence of what the president communicates. The essence. Mm. We've been very good to your country, very good. No other country has done as much as we have. But you know what? I don't see much reciprocity here. I hear what you want. I have a favor I want from you, though. And I'm going to say this only seven times, so you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent. Understand lots of it. On this and on that. (laughs) I'm going to put you in touch with people, and not just any people. I'm going to put you in touch with Attorney General of the United States, my Attorney General, Bill Barr. He's got the whole weight of the American law enforcement behind him. And I'm going to put you in touch with Rudy. You're going to love him. Trust me. You know what I'm asking, and so I'm only going to say this a few more times, in a few more ways. And by the way, don't call me again. I'll call you when you've done what I asked. This is, in sum and character, what the president was trying to communicate. Oh. In some in some in character. What, what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened was, in some ways, this is basically, yeah, wow. Basically, exactly what the president This said. is what I want to be true. I could go be a lawyer. If that's all you got to do, I'd be like, let me tell you what happened. All right? <laughs> this is basically what went down. Yeah, I could win a courtroom like that. I mean, yeah. but that, it's just terrifying because you've got people who are, they're, they're supposed to have some sort of moral compass in the middle of a formal hearing on impeachment. You should be able to trust them to, oh, I don't know, stick to the facts on the piece of paper. We have a transcript of the conversation. Yeah. And I wish we had a buzzer for all of the times he but said something they completely really inaccurate. are they really supposed to be that way anymore? I mean, what we have to ask ourselves at this point, what really happens to people that don't tell the truth in front of, you know, a jury, in front of whatever it is, Congress, however it may be? What really happens to people when they don't tell the truth? And we know they don't. Yeah. Very little. Very little. Yeah, like, you know, and so, right? yeah. so yeah. what does it matter? Hey, dude, we need you to go up there and go sell this thing. It's just, just, just do, just do what you got to do. Yeah, they're gonna figure out you're not telling the truth, but ah, don't worry about it. It's no yeah. big deal. It sounds more like the conversation Biden had with the prosecutor in Ukraine <laughs> yeah. that you he know? admitted to on yeah. camera. Yeah, that's more accurate on camera. Yeah. Um, you know, again, this is not the action of a party that thinks it's going to win. 
right? Like right. when you you don't act like that when you're confident that mm-hmm. this this comes from what seems like a position of desperation. And again, I don't think the polling supports that, right? I mean, at this point, you know, you never know how these things go when it goes to one on one. I mean, Trump has a lot of advantages, especially over I think someone like Elizabeth Warren. But it's like. Yeah. You know, there's no reason for the Democrats to be looking at this this climate and think they have no chance of winning. If they were competent, they would have a very good chance of winning. I mean, Trump's approval is not exactly through the roof. But, you know, there's there's a he doesn't have a, a, an easy path to reelection mm-hmm. unless they nominate one of the people who are running, um, which is a <laughs> slight problem. And that maybe that's the realization. God, these people just suck yeah. and they're just giving up. Exactly. But on something like that, you know, there's no need if you have a strong case to make up another case to present to the people. Yeah. Just read the thing that, that's there. If you yeah. can do that, your case is strong, you win. When you don't have a strong case, you have to make it up and make up essentially a sitcom about the event you're talking about. And that's, you know, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Uh, all right, when we come back, the media's coverage of this much different than, oh, I don't know, real life when we come back. Uh, So this is going to be something that you're going to want to clip, uh, share this link with your friends and make sure that they understand all of your friends who are watching CNN, MSNBC, who are saying, well, listen, Katie Turr told me that uh, Donald Trump specifically asked for Zelensky to do him a favor and then asked for him to look into Joe Biden. It's all very clear. I heard it on CNN. Okay, well, let's just give you a little bit of a, a little montage here of what they're doing, and then we're going to explain to you why they're just completely twisting the entire situation. Watch. What there is proof of and what there is a paper trail of, because the White House just released it, is a summary or notes of a conversation that the president had with the man uh, that was sitting to his right, the president of Ukraine, where he said, will you do me a favor and investigate Vice President Biden's son? Will you do me a favor and get involved in the 2020 election? Vice President Biden is my chief political opponent. At that point, he was leading uh, Donald Trump quite a lot in the polls at the time. A just released transcript of a phone call shows President Trump asking Ukrainian President Zelensky to investigate his political rival, former Vice President Joe Biden. And in this call, the president repeatedly stresses how much the U.S. does for Ukraine. And then he says, quote, I would like you to do us a favor. The president asks Zelensky to dig up dirt on Biden and his son, Hunter, who sat on the board of a Ukrainian energy company while his dad was vice president. The Ukrainian president mentions buying missiles from the United States. And President Trump tells the Ukrainian president, I would like you to do us a favor, though. President Trump urges the Ukrainian president to work with his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, and Attorney General William Barr, to look into Joe Biden and his son's business dealings in Ukraine. Um, so, Stu, how many words did you say are in between the dots of I would like you to do me a favor and then where he actually mentions yeah. Joe Biden? This is a very, uh, the, this ellipsis is doing a lot of heavy lifting uh, <laughs> in this particular use. Uh, f- I think it's 540 words 
Um, just the 540 words. If you can eliminate 540 words with a, with a couple of dots, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... That's, that's a sentence or two. Yeah, that's, just like a, a, that's like a chapter in a book. <laughs> you know, it's like a whole... Just yeah. take, take out the whole entire thing chapter. Out there. That's amazing. I mean, you, you know, the favor was about something else, mm-hmm. I mean, as we probably know by now. and To help the DOJ with the Russia, with probe, the Russia probe, because yeah. Russia was influencing our elections. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a thing that the Democrats cared about. Yeah. And look, I think, you you know, I understand how this stuff works. We all understand how the media looks at Trump, right? Which is every every action that he takes is based on negative uh, uh, motivations, horrible mm-hmm. motivations. He's a terrible person. He's He never does anything for a good reason, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at it through that lens, well, yeah, it's really obvious that what he's done here is he's just tried to manipulate this election and, and trash his opponent. But of course, that's not a fair lens to look at it. You have right. to You have to understand that there is a the idea that a vice president is is taking um, is using the influence of his office to to influence another country's operations when a bunch of money is on the line and a bunch of that money happens to land in the pocket of his son, who not only is his son, but also is traveling with him on the same plane for long flights to Ukraine. Right. I mean, at some point, does it come up that he's making 50 grand a month from these from this company right. that is being investigated by the prosecutor that Trump uh, or that, uh, excuse me, Biden is, is targeting? Yeah. It's impossible for me to imagine that that did that did not come up uh, that is the, what we're supposed to believe right. so what the media does is they take away the negative connotations of what biden might have been doing mm-hmm. and they take away the positive connotations of what trump might have been doing and, and if when you look at it through that lens sure it looks really bad mm-hmm. however maybe you should give a, a fair hearing to both sides and not only consider that trump might have been doing something good but also that biden i mean biden has a, a, a logical argument as to why this could happen i just can't I wind up, because I know Washington too well, uh, I wind up believing the negative of both. Like, do I believe that Donald Trump was solely asking about Ukrainian corruption? Probably Probably not. not. (laughs) Like, he realizes that the national interest Mm -hmm. and his personal interest aligned on that topic. Mm -hmm. The same thing with Joe Biden, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the national interest, it was a defined part of our foreign policy to go after this corruption. And also, oh, by the way, it really helps my son. Right. Like, I think those, that's But would politics. that be an impeachable offense? I do not think it no. is. I, I, yeah. I don't love it. I don't love the way it looks from either side. Right. However, when it comes down to it, the, 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 the bar for impeachment should be high. Yeah. Uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. I'm going with a high version of high crimes and high misdemeanors in my, my view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that beyond all of this, you got a chance here. You are a year away. Present this case and let the American people impeach this guy mm-hmm. if you want if they want him impeached. Don't try to take away the power of our election. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to move on really quickly because Graham, I know that you have to leave after this, and I want to get make sure to get your thoughts on the Anti-Defamation League has officially added the OK sign uh, to their database of hate symbols. Unreal. Uh, yes, along you need to with censor this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I can draw it out because I researched, all right? This is the last episode. One, you got to like hold it. You get like one, your fingers have to go out this way. But this is supposed to be white. Okay. This is supposed to be the P. P. How do you know that? So how do you get your fingers to go completely to the side like that? I don't know. Well, they've also added um, the bull style haircut. Are Which I read that what? the bull style haircut they also added, and at first I was like, "I've said it for years." Beaver <laughs> Cleaver was the most racist show <laughs> in the history of America. Well, you know, haircut. so this is why they did it because um, 
Um, because all of the mass killers, they say. The, the mass killers have a bull style haircut. They said wow. this. Is that true? That it, I've never noticed that before. They, they said it resembles the same one. Maybe they just don't have oh, a I'm lot sorry, of money. Sported by white supremacist mass killer. All haircuts Rose. are really cheap. Oh, just one. Really? Oh. Maybe it's the poverty level we should be blaming at this point because <laughs> it's a cheap haircut. Yeah, I mean, these people are doing it to themselves. Put the bu- What about Aurora? <laughs> the guy in Aurora, Colorado, he had like orange dyed That's hair. True. That's AOC true. has multiple pictures of her doing this. Uh, oh. Virtually every everyone. pro athlete yeah. in the history yeah. of yeah. ever. Uh, it's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Well, similar I mean, like pronouns and everything, trying to correct how people talk you know and trying act. to control how people talk yeah is is what's going don't on don't say you guys anymore yeah mm-hmm. right that's say y'all. elizabeth warren in the next 24 hours will come out against against uh, the white power symbol well and so let me just tell you what they say really quickly people who use the bowl cut image or other bowl references admire roof and call for others to em- emulate his racist murders and that's a, there's a bit of a leap there. I don't know if you could detect There was an ellipsis there. there. Yeah, there's a 540 words. Uh, beards will be racist next. If somebody dare do anything, they have yeah. a beard. Like, if you have a beard, you are. That's a great point. Exemplifying yeah. this behavior. Sort of losing next. a lot of haircuts here, too. Right? Yeah. We, we, we've lost the bowl cut. We've certainly lost skin. Well, I'm, skin b- I'm balding. Yeah. I can't do the right. bowl yeah. cut. So. <laughs> Safe. Certainly, we're, we're at some point, we're just all going to have to wear hats. Yeah, uh, and not white hats. Specific kind of hat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you can't wear a red one. Don't not a red one. No, don't wear right. a no red, red hat. hats. No white hats. No white cone hats. Uh, there's a lot of hats we're going to be involved. <laughs> Maybe we just, just use a burka or just oh, everybody oh, there. There it is. Put a blanket over your face. <laughs> but I mean, really, it would be nice to see the ADL come out when uh, Elon Omar blurts out some obvious anti-Semitism. Where are right. they on that stuff? I mean, like the OK yeah. symbol. This is insanity. Uh, you know, it, it is, uh, we've gone down this road so far and so fast, and it's come to that point that none of it makes any sense. And I feel like that's just part of the plan at this point. Like, yeah. hopefully people will just throw their hands up and not care about this stuff anymore. Yeah. But you can't. Or it just keeps getting thumbs worse. Thumbs up will be next, because yeah. thumbs up is what white people who have success do when they're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because Trump does it, Yeah, mm-hmm. Trump does it, yeah. I mean, along thumbs with every up. other president, but mm-hmm. what are minor details. Um, well, but what I find so fascinating about this is, like, 4chan admitted that they made it up, mm-hmm. that it was yeah. linked to white supremacy. Like, it, they made it up. It, yeah, it doesn't matter It anymore. was a joke. Like they were trying to scam the media. Yes. Yeah. And it's, they've fallen for it. Right. And it's like, we, guys, we they admitted that this was a joke, and now you just added it to your database of hate symbols. Like, do you, you don't realize that you're being punked? You still don't realize it? Are you just embarrassed? Yeah. This? <laughs> Aren't you just embarrassed? Did you not have friends They're also when you were growing to up? turn America into another phrase that you can't, you know, you can't be pro-American. That's mm-hmm. racist, you know? Yeah, I was listening to uh, something from Dave Rubin, who's going to be joining us here at the Blaze uh, in the coming months, and yeah. it's like he had pointed out, like there is a there is a, a a bizarre thing that the left does, and he was talking about his transition coming from the left, and one of the big things that turned him from the left was realizing that every single person that disagreed with them was being called a racist by his own team. Mm-hmm. He's like, they can't all be racist, right? right? Like that like sure some of them are probably racist, but they can't all be, right? Racism it, can't be just this just this such popular thing right. that right. all these people are racist. Right. Like you so, know, I mean, you it know, can't be just this widespread thing. Well, it's not like we've already had, you know, a black president. Yeah. Oh wait, we have. <clears throat> but America's so racist. Yeah. Right, Candace Owens is a white supremacist. Right, right, yeah. But even the black president, they made him half white. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't 
realize there's a, a lot of you out there, maybe you're watching this on YouTube, maybe you're watching it on Facebook Live. Uh, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, the audio podcast, do us a favor and go do that. Uh, it helps us move up in the ratings um, and so that more people can see it. Stu also said if you actually give us a good rating, a five-star rating, he would like show up at your house, cook you dinner, um, have a really... Kiss. Yeah. So you got to go do it. You can be entered to win. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Stu, you just mentioned uh, our friend Dave Rubin, who is joining us here. What? When is when is he going to be on with us? Do you know on the platform? I don't know. No, it's not, but it's. I've, I've heard, heard it's very soon. Yes, yeah, in the coming weeks. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. Well, and because th- we're going to have all of his archived stuff too, not just his new stuff. Yeah. So oh. it's taking. It's a bit of a process to get that all loaded up here. But um, so he has been in the news today because he had to make an announcement that he had a an event. What, this, the 29th? What's today? The 26th. So in a few days, um, with People's Party of Canada leader Maxime Bernier. Um, and he was doing this at a college in Canada. It's now been canceled because of threats from Antifa and an article in the college um, magazine that said that Dave Rubin is a far-right YouTube personalities. So here's what he tweeted. He said, it appears my event has been canceled due to threats from Antifa in this insane piece in the local paper. The school is now demanding 10 times the original security costs and could demand more before showtime. Uh, and so, of course, the, the, full, the full quote of this, this college uh, hit job was, Dave Rubin is a far-right YouTube personality and a significant part of a radicalization process ushering people into the neo-Nazi movement according to a recently published study out of Cornell University, which analyzed 79 million comments and over 330,000 videos to track the effect. Uh, So, of course, Dave's response to that, can you point out my far-right cred or how I've led anyone to the neo-Nazi movement? I lost family in the Holocaust and grew up around survivors, you sniveling, pathetic weasel of a human. Good one, Dave. And he also offered to, uh, to cover the costs for the uh, extra security. He said, I've just offered to cover the 10 times security fee myself. As of the time of this taping, it had, they have not reinstated him. They have canceled the event. They will not let him on campus. Uh, Stu, your thoughts? It's amazing. I mean, like Dave Rubin was on the Young Freaking Turks. I mean, yeah. like this guy is not a far right personality. I, I heard him say recently that he was even being called a homophobe, which he said would really <laughs> surprise his, his husband. Uh, <laughs> it's like, really? It would be a yeah. shocking development. That's awkward. Yeah, it really is an really awkward Really awkward thing. marriage. Um, you know, I, there are some times you see these things um, uh, thrown out there and you kind of like, all right, that's a stretch, but you can kind of like, you know, they do this like Alex Jones, who I'm not at all a fan of. And I don't want him banned from anything, um, you know, but I would never, I don't like him and I don't like his content. I don't think he's a good guy. That being said, like, you know, when people say, well, I want to pull him off, you kind of like, all right, well, I understand at least there's some rational, like, you know, these families who are being, you know, abused. But I don't know. Like, I, again, I don't want anything taken off. But at least, like, the average person says, okay, well, Alex Jones is nuts. Right. So, fine. Um, Dave Rubin is like, like I, I mean, he's, 
He is soft-spoken. He's incredibly smart. He's funny. He is a guy who takes, you know, a, I would say a very nuanced view on most topics. He's not even, I wouldn't even consider him a conservative. conservative he's, no. he's a libertarian-leaning guy. Um, and, it, you know, the, the fact that they will just apply this to anyone really shows a major problem. And it's, and it, and it's, it's made worse by things like this, this Cornell study, which was highlighted in, I believe it was the New York Times. In fact, they, I think they showed Dave's picture as one of the people who was, who was doing this. And once the Times says it once... Every other crappy paper across the Amer- America can just say, well, the time said mm-hmm. or the study said. Mm-hmm. And it gives them sort of like this this distance to make really ridiculous claims about a person they know nothing about. I mean, it is a, you know, this cancel culture thing is poison yeah. and it continues. And, I, you know, it's I mean, we saw even with the guy who held up the, the free beer sign and got, you know, you know, you know, the yes. story, right? Well, I don't yes. know if you guys talked about this when we I was didn't. out. But, I mean, a guy was at a, an Iowa game. He holds up a sign saying, you know, uh, um, running low on bush light, please Venmo me. And he, he puts his Venmo thing on there. He gets $200,000, I believe was the number, comes in. Now, first of all, if I'm him, I'm keeping every dime of that. <laughs> no like, I mean, but this guy apparently is a much better human being than I am and decides he's going to donate it all to a ch- uh, children's hospital. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Incredible, right? That's awesome. Well, the uh, Des Moines Register writes a story about him and says, we were doing a routine background check on him and found two racist jokes from when he was 16 years old. And they put this in the story about him. So then Bush, comes, Bush the beer company, drops its sponsorship. They're still giving the money to, the, to the, the, uh, the hospital, we should point out. But still, they drop their sponsorship. And this guy's being, like, tortured. And it's like, how does this make sense to anyone? I mean, I, you know, this idea that you just go out and just make everyone you don't like unemployed or unable to have any relationships with fellow human beings is not a way to encourage more sanity. Yeah. It's a way th- th- that every conspiracy theorist who believes they're being targeted is just right. Mm. Like, right. that is not, that's not something you want to pursue. And then didn't the, the reporter who dug those tweets up, didn't he <laughs> yes. also have some dirt dug up on him and got fired? Uh, uh, I, did he get fired? I know I, he, he uh, the, of course, what did people do? Right. right? They went in and, I, and uh, I believe it was someone, Jessica, used to work here at The Blaze, mm-hmm. went through and, and found all these tweets. And I liked the way Jessica handled it, which was, I don't want this person fired. Right. You know, it's not about taking a crappy standard the left invents, and then as soon as we can find someone to use that standard against, you know, codifying it by saying, now we both have this standard. It's no longer their standard if you're utilizing it. Um, And what she said was, I don't want this person fired, but we need to realize that we need to go the other way and say, hey, like, everyone's got stuff out there that they've said that's dumb. Everyone says stuff that they're not, uh, you know, proud of. That is not an excuse to go target every one of your enemies with some little piece of evidence that you think proves that to the world. It is interesting. You know, you said for that that particular story, that reporter said uh, just doing a routine background check. I don't there was no routine background check that occurred before these people started calling Dave Rubin uh, neo-Nazi and far right. Where was that background check? Yeah, I think the left is scared of people like Dave Rubin. They're scared of people like Candace Owens, people who are smart, um, who oppose their traditional uh, identity politics uh, setup they have going. And, you know, Dave Rubin used to be a liberal. He kind of still is classic liberal in some ways. He happens to be gay. So that's a lot of their vote that is now looking at Dave Rubin. Like, he's actually kind of smart, and now you're trashing him. Jordan Peterson is alt-right now. Jordan Peterson? And it, it makes is, it makes like people uh, yeah 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 well, I mean it is uh it is very I will say this it, it 
kind of reminds me of a cult-like behavior. Mm-hmm. That if you say anything oh, yeah. that is not part of the, you know, the motto of our group, mm-hmm. you will be shunned. Yeah. It's kind of the position that, that they've taken. And I do, I, it takes a lot for me to use the term cult-like behavior. But I feel like we're at that point. You know as what I mean? Like, a, I don't take that I mean, lightly. As a Marianne Williamson fan, of course. You're right. very, very terrified <laughs> of saying something like that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it is a, it's a ridiculous thing, right? Yeah. It is one of those, um, we've created this weird uh, thing in our society that, that is now taking everyday actions and, and pushing people out from the mainstream. I always talk about this. Like, I never understand. If you go target someone, like you're, because of the policies we have in place, you're paying for them to stay home and no longer be employed. Yeah. That's what you want? I don't even understand the theory behind it. Um, you know, there is, a, there is a long string of these now, and I think we need to go the exact opposite way. Say, like, look, everybody says things that you don't like. We need to be able to be more inclusive. And I think there's an opportunity for um, conservatives here mm-hmm. in that if you think about we always get pissed off because they target us, right? They target, a, you know, some conservative. But they're not just targeting us. Dave Rubin is not a longtime hardcore conservative. They're targeting mm-hmm. him, and they've they've chased him from the left. Yes. And they're yeah, doing exactly. this to people all the time. And there's a real opportunity for people to say, you know, who consider themselves Democrats to say, like, I keep looking at what they're doing, and I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. I want right. to be something else. And if we are on the other side doing the same thing with our uh, our enemies politically, there's nowhere for these people to go. Yeah. If we we are instead being the ones, and you hear this from people like you know all the time that have made this sort of Rubin transition of saying like you know what the people who were really nice to me that whole time were the conservatives, mm-hmm. the liberals were the one torching me. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to like internalize that and say these people who are are coming over now is an opportunity for yeah. us. Let's show them that you know what freedom and and small government and liberty are things that can include them as well. Right. We might not agree on every policy, but why scare them away? Yeah, yeah. and that does bring up um, a really good point also to be made for how we operate within ourselves because I I just I got blasted by someone the other day who was super mad that I said that I support the president because he's not he doesn't go far enough on the second amendment. So this was not a liberal. This was a conservative who just blasted me and told me I'll send you a gun so you can kill yourself. Um, because I support the president. And I was like, do you real big use of the second amendment there? Right. But I'm like, but like can we just not like we don't have to agree on every single nuanced thing, but if we all agree on the same principles can we not just like be kind to each other and like act like we're on the same team? Mm. It just blows my mind how you like if you don't agree in lockstep with every single thing on someone's list, yeah. they just kick you to the curb. Yeah. It's incredible. And on that particular issue, I'm like, who's better right now in the presidential election? Yeah. Who would be better on the Second Amendment? One of the Democrats? I don't think so. Right. So what, like, what do you want from me? It's a bizarre world that we live in. Yeah, we had somebody comment on our podcast yesterday that they said, basically Graham was saying uh, it's not totally clear that Trump's going to win. There is a threat, and we need to go out and vote. We need to do X, Y, and Z. And they said, like, uh, how can you be against our president and think he's not going to (laughs) win? And I'm going to stop watching your show. We're telling you to vote because we want Trump to win. Right, right. What is going on here? so weird. I mean, especially the Trump thing is the most... Uh, the craziest part of that because yeah. people just 
they they read so much into everything. You know, I was I, I tweeted something that was pretty positive for Trump on comparing. I, I don't even know if it was positive for Trump. It was just negative on Biden. Yeah, I was yeah. Just saying like Biden, like the stuff you're accusing him of, Biden's already done. Biden Here he is did. on video doing yeah. it. Right. And everyone's like, "Oh, you're a Trump apologist." And it's like, "Well, no, I, <laughs> I'm not. Like, I want the truth. Right. And I, I really yeah. like. I don't care. I really don't care. I mean, the Republic. What did the Republican Party ever done for us? Like, I I think they all suck, too, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um, but you know, the idea that you have to go in there and 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 watch every word and part of this is all of us realizing you know what every little comment I mean, death threats aside <laughs> uh, every every little comment that comes out there that's critical you know you can't worry about it mm-hmm. I, you know right. luckily in this business i think we're all in the same position where you get so many people threatening your life and calling you hitler mm-hmm. eventually it just doesn't mean anything to you yeah. you just don't care i think it's funny um yeah it winds up just being something you brush off you yeah. use for entertainment right. and that's about it but that's not the that's not the way it is for every person who's you know you're working at, you're an accountant and you you post you know what I kind of like the president and what he did here and you get trashed by all these people that you know and love mm-hmm. that is a like that is a poisonous environment for most people yeah luckily we're just used to the poison right. we, we've, right. we've created for an immunity for, <laughs> for poison. something like that <laughs> um, before we go uh, there is a new Quinnipiac poll that was just released that shows Joe Biden's support uh, on the decline. It shows Elizabeth Warren eclipsing Biden with 27% to support to Joe Biden's 25%. Now, that's still very close. But previous polling, Biden got 32% and Warren only received 19 So that's quite a change yeah. from the previous poll. And what was the Biden number? What was the change in the Biden number? Biden was 32%. Uh, today, he is 27 I mean, look, that's still within the margin I'm of sorry. error. Yeah. 25. 25. Yeah. So he's a right around the margin yeah, yeah, of error yeah. there. He's dropped a little bit. I think the bigger story there is that people are dropping from Bernie right. and others to and Elizabeth. going to Warren. Yeah, so and she had 19% and now she's at 27. And what's the, tr- what's the Bernie turn there? Is there? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Um, that's, I think, what's happening. I think that the socialist wing, right, of this mm. party is saying, okay, look, we love Bernie. But he's you a key. He, he, it. It's not going to happen here. Elizabeth is fresh and new, and I mean, which is a ridiculous thing to be saying about a seventy-year-old. <laughs> uh, but fresh and new, and and like yep. the new thing on the block, right? And they yep. they have hope in her. And I think, like, I think Donald Trump's licking his chops at the idea of going up against Elizabeth Warren. This, uh, is, this is just someone who's built to great build. television. It really would. It really would. Um, you know, I think if there was one person out of that field that you would design in a lab to go up against Donald Trump and lose, it would be Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. She's she's just so inauthentic. She gets rattled easily. Look at the way she reacted. Go back and watch the debate if you're really bored and you are hate th- considering suicide. <laughs> uh, go back to the uh, go back to that um, that debate and watch how she reacted when she was trying to tell her autism story. And people started laughing at something she said. This is She's not like, funny. This is not funny. And she, like, that's her, right? Yeah. That's her losing control. And mm-hmm. you know who puts you in a, in a high-pressure position where you lose control often unless you're really careful? It's Donald Trump. Yeah. She is yeah. not the person you want to put. If I'm a Democrat, I am terrified of Warren. I almost would rather have Sanders because Sanders is at least, like, nuts and will just blurt yeah. stuff out. And he's not going to get rattled. He's right. just a terrible candidate. She does get rattled she's gonna look weak she's going to look like she doesn't she's not in control and that's a recipe for disaster when you're talking about going up yeah. against trump it would be interesting to have the first native american president <laughs> that is true <laughs> breaking barriers that's right. uh, all right let's see what is the poll question 
I only have 10 million cards here. Yesterday's poll, will the Democrats' impeachment inquiry backfire? 96% of you said yes. I love the 4% because Four they just piss Sarah off the, well, every time. They, there's always 4%. Like, I'm not, I don't, it's whatever the same Sarah damn wants, people. Yeah. And I, and it's I love the them. same people. I love them. They, ter- they torture you. I love yeah. them. <laughs> uh, today's poll, do you think Trump's call with Ukraine is impeachable? Ugh. Okay. I mean, again, you're going to get 4%. I'm not going to say what I want the answer to be. Vote yes to annoy Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you guys already know what I want the answer to be, and you're going to troll me anyway. Thanks a lot. I think we're all here in agreement at the table that no, that is not. I really do not. I mean, again, if this was something he hid Right. right, right before the election, then won the election, and then it's, let's say, uh, May. I don't agree that this rises to the level, but at least you could make a sensible argument that, like, look, this guy's got four years, and he won the election in a fraudulent manner. I don't yeah. like it. There's an election right around the corner. We're in the middle of having debates. You want to impeach the guy, vote to impeach him at the polls. It's yeah. easy. Right, exactly. right. I, I had a, a girl say to me, well, I mean, Donald Trump, the president can't ask a foreign country to investigate a private American citizen. I was like, I mean... He can if they're involved in corruption in their country. Like, yes, he can. He can say whatever he wants. I know. Like, he can yeah. talk to them and say whatever he wants. What are you talking about? Imagine, yeah. I don't think Joe Biden is a private American citizen when no. he's vice no. president he's of the United president. States. Right. And, like, <laughs> maybe he is not vice president currently, but yeah. if he's looking into something that happened when he was vice president right. that, that oh. happened with taxpayer money, like, okay. right. no, I'm pretty sure the president does have the authority to um, do that. We could do shows every day on the amount of dumb comments we get on social media, but one the other day when I, I again, made this, yeah, it is, totally, <laughs> and I made a point about, you know, the Biden thing, you know, being similar, and, and the, the, I had several people say, oh, yeah, but who's president? Well, it's like, first of all, the guy was vice president when this occurred. Right. Yeah. Number two, he wants to be president next. Right. Exactly. It's not like in 50 years. He wants to be the next guy yeah. in office. <laughs> How is So bizarre. Uh, and then I say, it's freaking Twitter. Why am I? Yeah. You know? yeah. But it is like, it's so ridiculous. Like, people don't even try. Mm. Engage your brain for two seconds. Yeah. The other problem this is going to cause is other countries' leaders aren't going to want to talk to our president. You know, every yeah. conversation, yeah. it's like, might get leaked. Some I know, might get leaked. Or, or investigated. Or, or investigated. declassified by the president. I, like, right. I, I was yeah. wondering, like, you know, Zelensky got into office basically saying, I'm I'm John Stewart. Like, he's the John Stewart of this yeah. country. So he comes in, like, I'm against corruption. I don't care about what any of this political crap. Then you listen to the, the, the call where he's like, I'm not only 100% agree, but I'm 1,000%. <laughs> it's yeah. like pathetic. In a way, like I would be pissed off if I were Zelensky for, for coming out like that. And that yeah. it's not a good thing. It's not right. a good thing. But when what is he supposed to do? He has to get the truth out there. And it's funny because one of the big pieces of evidence in this stupid report that we're talking about is they, hide, they tried to hide this report by putting it in or, or tried to hide the phone call by putting it in a higher level of classification yeah well the lowest level of classification i can think of is trump just sending all these things out yeah he keeps saying like okay yeah go read them all like, <laughs> and maybe he's just trying to get out in front of it you could argue but like this is all Other right here what yeah. though right. there's nothing there right and look this is unclassified but the last two pages you see are, are actually top secret and were formerly classified yeah. mm-hmm. uh, most of it is not redacted yeah you know look 
the information's out there. Read it. If you think it le- rises to the level of impeachment, then go then to the polls stupid. and say, oh, I don't I like mean, go to the yeah, polls. And that too. But like, yeah. that, then go to the polls and say, you know what? I don't want this guy to be president anymore. You've got a bunch of options. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. Also, don't forget if you have not yet subscribed to the Dear America podcast. Yes. Ah, yeah. Thank you. You need to. It's a lot of fun. It's Graham and Jake. Graham's wife, Alyssa, mm-hmm. and then... Special guests. Yes, special guests. Then, yeah. They've had what you've had. You've had Candace on. Candace, Candace Owens, Owens. Charlie Kirk, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a great, it's a great, great podcast. If you have not yet subscribed, you got to go find the Dear America podcast wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Thank gentlemen. You. Thank you. That was fun. I threw my giant soda on the table. <laughs> I wonder what... I was like... Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.